Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We've got a special guest on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline as well. It is Nate Thompson, the Razorback hitting coach, joining us to talk a little Razorback baseball. Coach Van Horn addressed the media yesterday, too. Got a couple of tidbits about not only this season, but maybe next season, too. Yeah. Coach, how are you? What's going on? Uh, good, Justin. Good, DJ. How are you guys? We are great. Yeah, doing thanks for, great. Thanks for coming on. We're looking forward to the season. And, and here's the thing, Coach. I don't want to put any extra pressure on you guys, but obviously uh, our fans are desperate for some success. Football did not maybe go the way people had hoped, and basketball yep. so far not so much. But uh, as usual, you guys have built great expectations up in uh, in Fayetteville for baseball with about 10 days left here before we throw that first pitch. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, right now everything's right on track, I'd say, um, in terms of, you know, we've got good health um, and the workouts have been been really good uh, and training at a high level and, and, and uh, hitters been getting at bats and getting innings and we've had some decent weather here in the last week, so it's been great. We've been able to get out in the field and, and uh, play some ball, so uh, we're excited to get it going. How much do scrimmages play into what you guys decide to do on opening day as far as positions, who, who earns the starting job versus just what happens day-to-day in practice? I mean, there's a lot of factors involved, certainly. I mean, you know, uh, but – you know, yeah, I mean, performance matters. And, you know, guys going out and, and uh, doing well against their peers is, is, is very important. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, you got to play the game between the lines. And, uh, and that's, you know, we're, we're looking for that. And, and, you know, fact is, is, you know, if a guy's been in the program a while and he's <clears throat> already performed at a high level throughout his career, um, you know, it's not necessarily like he has to go, knock the cover off of it every day uh, <laughs> in order to have some trust with us. Um, you know, so, but, but everything's certainly earned, and, uh, yeah, that's, 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 I'd say that's how it goes. Of the returners, who's made the biggest strides, in your opinion, at the plate? You know, I mean, I, I, see, I see several guys that have, that have really upped their game. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to have Peyton Stovall back and healthy. You know, he, he uh, obviously didn't uh, – get to finish the year last year with us and, and I think the, the shoulder injury was a was a factor in, in him maybe not being able to do some of the things he wanted to do in the past and so um, having him be fully healthy and, and able to uh, let it roll with, with 100% uh, effort level and, and accuracy is, is really important and so I'm excited about him I've seen growth with Kendall Diggs too certainly and uh, you know I mean both of our both of our catchers that returned have have upped their games at the plate as well. So uh, very 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 positive in that area. Coach mentioned yesterday that as far as depth goes at catcher, this is as good as it's ever been up there. And I was thinking this morning about you know basing defense, especially at that position, versus the plate work. And you've got guys that can hit certainly that are in on on the roster at catcher. But I'm curious when you guys are talking about position players, how much you balance their defense against what they're doing at the plate on on a consistent basis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. The defensive side of things is very important here. Um, you know, it's not an accident that, you know, over the last several years, we've had one of the best fielding teams in the country. Um, I think we fielded over 980 now, three consecutive years. And so um, it's, 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 a, it's a very important factor. And, you know, in, in the SEC, the margin of error is so small. Um, you, know, you play one-run games all the time, and so, you know, if a guy isn't going to be great defensively, 
boy, he's really got a hit. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, and you, and you saw that last year with, you know, like John Bolton playing shortstop for him. You know, John uh, John competed as hard as he could at the plate. And so I'll tell you what, he did. He, he really defended for us. And so, you know, and that helped us win the SEC championship. So um, there's, there's always those factors. And the defensive side of things is uh, of utmost importance, honestly. Talking to Nate Thompson on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline again about the Razorback offense. I want to get get some thoughts on some pitchers you faced, your guys have faced so far, as well. But uh, I was going to think, I was thinking too, as far as we getting kind of deep into the sort of strategy side of it. But how much you guys adjust lineups, if at all, other than maybe the catcher, when you've got a different guy on the mound? Like, do you guys adjust from a position standpoint based on who's throwing on a given day at all? Has that ever thought a process? Um, you know, we're we're looking at matchups, certainly. You know. Um, we're looking at matchups. The thing is, the options that are coming off the bench have to have to give us a, you know, significant advantage in, in the game. And so, you know, we'll, we'll be looking at those things certainly. Um, you know, traditionally, you can see things where maybe a maybe a nasty left-hander uh, on the mound gives left-handers the dish a, a problem. Um, and so we would look at those types of things, um, or or a, a guy with a great breaking ball uh, from the right-hand side too. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Certainly factors, but, you know, I mean, the truth is, you know, you only have, uh, it, there's no, uh, <laughs> we're not, we're not calling players up from double A or triple A or anything mm-hmm. like that. Your team <laughs> is your team. Right. And, uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, you got to find a lineup that works and compete to the high level and, and you just roll it out there and it's either good enough or it's not. Is the lineup ever related to the, who's on the mound for you guys though? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, I would I mean, say yeah. for sure. 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 You know, sometimes, uh, you know, let's just say we're doing a Friday night game and there's a really good uh, good arm, uh, obviously, uh, for, for us going and for the other team. Mm-hmm. Defense is of more importance in that game, truthfully. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but maybe on a Sunday afternoon, if, if uh, we feel like we've gotten into their bullpen a little more, maybe we'll go a little more offensive. Yeah. So, uh, heck, heck, the way the wind blows <laughs> sometimes matters with all that, too. Sure. So. Yeah. Hey, Coach uh, DJ here. Just a question. I'm I'm getting more brushed up on baseball. Um, you know, and I'm trying to compare it when we would practice in football. The team we're playing because Justin kind of brought this up. Depending on who's on the mound, uh, if we played like a dual threat quarterback, the scout team quarterback that we would put in that week would be fast and be able to kind of mimic what the defense would face on Saturday. Do you do the same thing with your pitchers? If you're going to face a guy whose three best pitchers are like, you know, a fast, a curve or something, do you all accommodate that in practice to give your guys good looks? You know, historically in baseball, that's been a pretty darn hard thing to replicate Mm -hmm. just in terms of what you're going to see, you know, because each each guy's stuff, you know, just moves differently. And, and, you know, you can't just, ask a random guy to, to go do it yeah. just like this guy mm-hmm. uh, that you're going to face. But some of the new technology in baseball has allowed us to um, move in that direction a little bit. There's some virtual reality stuff uh, that's out there that we've done in the past that uh, gives you the opportunity to stand in on the pitch, see what it looks like with your own eyes. And actually now there's uh, there's some pitching machines. Ooh, that I was you can, curious about that. You know, you may may or may not have heard of TrackMan before. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal in golf. It's also, you know, big deal in, in radar for baseball. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to, uh, you know, we got a, we have a machine now called an iPitch that we can actually program it with the TrackMan metrics 
and try to train against that. Mm, now, cool. you know, there's no, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, it's about as real as you can get, you know, there's nothing that really stimulates, um, seeing live pitching with your own eyes and, and standing in against exactly what you're going to face. Cause the more times you see a guy, the better you are against it. Just like I'm sure, like you're talking about with scout team and football. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this is about as close as it gets. And so that's, that's been an advantage. Uh, we just, we just added that here in the last year. So, uh, it, it certainly helps. Razorback baseball assistant Nate Thompson with us on the brand of moving and storage hotline. We talked about a couple of the old heads. You mentioned Kendall and Peyton. What about uh, some of the new guys, Coach? I know in reading the stories leading up to the season, you guys are pretty excited about some of the new additions. Who are who are some key guys you're going to lean on going into the season here? Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Behava Aloy is is a is a new shortstop for us. Transferred to us from uh, Sacramento State University. Uh, after his freshman year, and uh, he had a fantastic freshman year out there. And he's come in here and really pretty much done nothing but hit since he showed up and done a really nice job at shortstop. And so, you know, he's got he's got a good approach. He has uh, some real bat speed and, and, and some, some power potential for sure. Uh, he's been driving the ball well in practice. And so he's certainly one of the guys, uh, Hudson White, He's a transfer catcher to us mm-hmm. from Texas Tech. And, uh, you know, he was a guy that we recruited in high school. And uh, when we got the chance to get him here in the portal, uh, we're very excited about it. And he's done a fantastic job as well. He, he hit both years well at Tech and has, has continued that here. And so good bat-to-ball guy, has some strength in the bat, going to do a nice job there. Uh, and Ryder Helfrich is one of the other catchers yeah. that, uh, you know, has – he, he was one of the, the very top catchers in the nation last year out of high school. And, you know, I'd venture to say he's probably the top guy in the country that made it to school that didn't sign special. And so uh, we're really excited about him, too. He's very athletic, uh, could do other things, play other positions, too. And so, uh, you know, guy that uh, this season we're, we're really excited about and certainly for the future. So – Give me the other side. Who's been, uh, I mean, all those guys, I mean, I know who's going to kind of be in the rotation. We've seen enough from them to know probably hasn't been an easy day at the office with any of those guys, but any strides or anybody that stands out as far as things they've added on the pitching mound from your perspective for your hitters? Well, I mean, there's a few different guys. I mean, you know, like, I mean, I'm not going to surprise anybody here with the talk about Hagen Smith. I mean, he's he's just continued to up his game, and and uh, his stuff is fantastic, and he's taking it to another level, and so we're excited about that. Um, you know, I would say you know Brady Tiger had a really nice outing too uh, last Saturday in our indoor facility. Uh, just such a multiple type of attack, with so many weapons, and uh, kind of you know just a, such a tough guy to pinpoint down and to try to you know hunt one thing on. So he's been great. Uh, Gage Woods made him, made some really nice strides. Mm-hmm. He's, he's super versatile as well you know he's not just a fastball or a curveball he's got a slider now heck he's got a split um it's <laughs> he, he, he's he's come a long ways too and so another guy that we're really fired up about and i'll say this christian Fauci is another guy okay who you know has a has a mid mid 90s fastball that can run it up there even a little better than that and you know he's got this split finger that Basically, nobody's been able to touch, you know. And for the fact, you know, for the majority of the time, it's been been an issue where he's just, you know, maybe hasn't thrown it in the zone enough. Um, 
but now he's throwing it for strikes, and so it, it gets pretty tough. It gets pretty tough yeah. to get him down. Yeah, for those who missed it yesterday, Coach alluded to a couple of T teams potentially playing in Fable next year. We're guessing Tennessee and Texas. Mm. But, Coach, listen, I've been doing this a long time. This is a pretty dang good home schedule for you guys this year when you think about, obviously, the four-game set to open, but you've got you know, Ole Miss coming in. I mean, it's the teams that people love to see the Razorbacks play and beat. LSU, and then you have Mississippi State, the traditional rich program, and even out of conference with Missouri State, which has become kind of a regional rivalry as well, as you know. So I think the home slate this year is pretty phenomenal as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really good schedule. We've got a lot of home games. and Yeah, certainly against those, uh, those opponents that, in, you know, in baseball, everybody likes to square up against. You know, you've got, uh, you've got Mississippi State in here, you've got Ole Miss in here, you've got LSU in here. You, you know, I mean, it's uh, some pretty, pretty darn stout competition, and uh, people, people get fired up to, to line up against. And so, you know, I know this uh, Razorback faithful uh, <laughs> support us like none other, and, you know, we're, we're going to be fired up to get out there on the field in, in front of them and, and uh, line it up with those, those folks. Hey, Coach, before we let you go, how good are you at what you do? Humble, <laughs> humble brag. It's okay. I just, just real quick, real quick. Would you say you're pretty talented at what you do? Uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm asking you know, this for I, a reason. I'll say this. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, little, a little caught off guard by that. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think I th- I'll, t- I'll say this all related to hitting. Okay, well, let me let me preference why I'm asking uh, you and, this. And, and, uh, <laughs> I'm wondering if I can get with you for a week. You think if Hagen Smith, Smith, yeah, five pitches, and mm-hmm. I know what's coming. You think you can coach me up enough in a week to hit him one time? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. There, there is a, coach, your line is this. I'm a good coach. I'm not a miracle worker. Okay? <laughs> Dang right. it. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, right. It's like, it's like hit, hey, hitters have confidence, man. Yeah. Hitters, hitters have to have confidence that they're going to be good. And, um, yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know, though, if I can, uh, if I can do that. Mm-hmm. Them, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. We have, we have darn good players. Uh, we recruit, and, uh, and, and we coach them as best we can. And uh, but it's it, it's all them between the lines. Let's yeah. Say that. Yeah, coach. Maybe we don't put him up against the All American first. I don't know. Maybe maybe we get yeah. him like on a yeah. freshman that hadn't thrown a lot of innings. I don't know. Fair maybe enough. we don't start him out at the top. But that's DJ. He's yeah. not afraid. I'm going for it, baby. Yeah. Full I'm, in. Yeah. I'll tell you that that 100 mile hour fastball moves pretty pretty fast. No but, doubt. Yeah. yeah, we had uh, we had Bubba on yesterday, coach, and. He was talking about the sound that his fastball makes. I said the only sound you would hear is me peeing my pants if I'm in there against Hagen Smith. So no thank you, not interested, don't want anything to do with it. But I would love to watch DJ take a crack at it. Have at it, my friend. Oh, man. Yeah. There, you just have to ask Deion Sanders, you know, hear, hear, him, hear, hear him talk about uh, trying to hit the old baseball. Yeah. That, that, that'll give you enough information. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Coach, listen, I appreciate the time. Good luck to you all this season, and we will catch up again. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep. We'll talk to you later. Very good. That's Nate Thompson. Good stuff.